Welcome to the Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go. All right, we are live. Welcome to the Side Action, uh, Season 6, Episode 5 of Season 6. I'm Jim Weglars, a.k.a. Weggs. You can follow me at Wegspool on Twitter and on Instagram. And I'm Coop. Uh, you can follow me, obviously, on Twitter um, at Dalton Cooper, at Mr. Crumpy Gills on Instagram as well. Uh, we are the Side Action Pod. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram as well. And I think it's a great way to start every every episode, but we are live back in the studio. How are we're you? We're back in the studio. Yeah, I, yeah we're, we're live. We, don't worry. The ambulances will be here. I did get some <laughs> feedback that, oh, you've got to cut down that. We told it to Cali. Yeah. you got to cut down that that ambulance noise. I'm like, that makes it that makes it the, the side action podcast without yeah. the ambulance. The authenticity is what separates us from a lot of different other media outlets you could choose to go to, in That's my right. opinion. That's right. Well, first, yeah. let's talk about for an on-viewing audience, and we got the YouTube going live, but... You know, for the people who like to listen to us, we've got some special apparel here for some team. What, what's, the, what's this blue again? Uh, no, this is the Candy Ass Aqua. But <laughs> the quest for 20-0 and 0 is still alive, and yep. the vibes were high coming off a record performance. Uh, you know, I had to show a little bit of my homerism because it's, yeah. it's never going to buy in high. It's never going to be, a, you know, it's never going to get any higher right now. So. Yeah, absolutely. They, they looked great this weekend. I am wearing the Four Shadows hat that I got this weekend. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Uh, but even though you got mad at me because I got the booze from Emma and him, whatever. Uh. Long story short, <laughs> it was more of a consolation prize, you know, the second half for the Survivor, which we'll go over in a minute. Um, but, uh, so how was the weekend? We obviously went to the softball party on Friday at the Stanford's. That was a lot of fun. I was bad at Flip Cup, which <laughs> we got a little tense there sometimes in the Flip Cup. I did have to document Mary was cheating. I was talking about this. She was doing this kind of weird hand thing, but she's still good at Flip Cup, trust me. Yeah. You have a good time? No lack of competitiveness. That's for <laughs> sure. You know, that's a no lack of competitiveness in that group. No, it's great. I mean, they have a really nice house. It's the first time I've ever seen a like a kitchen stove like that. Like oh, he's yeah. got a professional, uh, I don't know what you call it, like range. I'm not mm -hmm. real sure. But uh, no, that's it's cool to see everybody again. We had downtown uh, Art Murphy, you know, yeah, shout out yeah. to Art. The prime time, um, the man. Yeah, the prime time, yes. He, he was like, actually in rare form. He was fired up. <laughs> he was. He came in a little late <laughs> and hit that. Did you end up having the Malort with the spicy? No, I had to uh, drive, so I, I wanted to be I was, smart. I was staying a little bit responsible. Well, Art came in guns a blazing and was taking a <laughs> shot of that right away. I mean, I had three of those shots, and two of them I had the sport pepper, which was not ideal. Yeah, I was going to say you had to explain what was in that mold. Oh, yeah, okay. So Ridgeway, one of our, our friends, too, on the team, she had put um, sport peppers, which you may have had them on a Chicago hot dog. Uh, there's kind of little pepper, not too spicy, but they got some spice. But she loaded them up in that Malort, let it sit for a couple weeks or something. She sent me a picture during the week, said, hey, this is for Friday. I'm like, oh, boy. And then when she was pouring them out, it just happened to be that Jimmy Weggs gets a sport pepper in his in his shot glass. Two out of the three shots. Come on. Yeah, you can't you can't wimp out, right? It's from everybody. So exactly. But so, that was a great time. I, it was a really good time. I'm still a little bummed that we're not doing flag football because just to keep that group is always a good time. But hey, we're, we're still the free swingers. So uh, that's why I'm wearing that's why I'm wearing the shirt. This is the yeah. flag football shirt. Yeah, they right? can't yeah. take us it's away. From last year, last year champ <laughs> repping the flag football team. You know, pour one out. This is a Lacroix right now. <laughs> Um, and then on Saturday, I did get to play volleyball a little bit. It was a beautiful weekend here in no, Chicago. Got to play a little bit. And then, you know, we hit a brewery. You guys hit the street fair, right? Yeah, we went to the 312 street fair. Mm -hmm. uh, that was not, it was, it was pretty cool. They had, uh, 
I'm coming around on craft beer. I, I couldn't okay. tell you any of the names of them, but I can tell you kind of what I like and what I don't like. So Shauna's a big fan. Yeah, a big fan. Yeah, they, she could tell you all the names too. Um, Honey Bear, I think Honey Bear Hug was a, was one of the ones that I was fond of. Um, but yeah, it was a good atmosphere. And then I think we met at Pizza Lobo. Yeah, little, we met at Pizza Lobo for a little little bocce action. I think you guys closed it out. Were you the one who won it, or was it? Uh... Oh no, we lost. We were on that losing well, we team. The, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, well, we, we were, were on the same team. Yeah, we were. Who was the one who won? It was a. Uh, Lee was on our team. Right? No, it was Callie and uh, Scotty Green. Yeah, yeah, the ringer. The he's ringer. A, he is a ringer, man. He said he never played. He's yeah. like, okay, puts yeah. it on there perfect. I don't believe that for a minute. We had never the chance. Played. We were doing pretty good. I feel our side kind of did well. We kind of the other side it was a little. No, we were more a roller coaster. We would, yeah. we were feast or famine. Yeah, we either did really well, scored like two or three points, <laughs> or we were giving up two or three points. I think you were, you were not our first. First attempt was back wall. We smashed the back wall, which is not a good thing in bocce. Uh, but it was fun. And then I hit four shadows on Sunday, as I mentioned, which was fun. Although we'll talk a little bit about the demolition of what happened uh, for the week uh, there and later. So let's kind of go into that a little bit because you're already wearing the sweatshirt. Let's talk about who I'm taking to the shed this week. Yeah, who are we taking? I'm taking Sean Payton to the shed. Oh. And, and the reason why not only did he get destroyed, you know, by the Dolphins, it was 70 to 20, which is a crazy score. But he just still had that smug look on his face. You guys got destroyed. I mean, like, a couple things that came out during the broadcast, or maybe it was immediately after, was like, they never talked to Mike McDaniel about the job. So that was one, like, beef. You know, we have, obviously, Vic Fangio, right? So right. he's he's another beef. And then it was the Tua, right? Because I think... Uh, Peyton who was talking smack about Tua. Yeah. He's not an NFL quarterback. That Teddy Bridgewater was going to take over for Tua <laughs> in the middle of the season last year. So there's a lot of things that, that they had a lot of fuel to that's why they kind of ran it up, I think. But um but yeah, I'm taking Peyton to the shed and for real. I mean 0 and three, I thought they're gonna be better. I mean, I don't know if you thought my dad was right. You know, I hate when dad's right, but yeah. <laughs> he was like, Are you serious? You've got ten wins for them? I'm like, Well, I thought they're gonna be good, but apparently not. Shout out to Papa Wags for reading, you know. Shout out to him. Exactly. Thanks oh, yeah. for reading the uh, blog once in a while, Papa. Well, sometimes he's seen enough football. He's probably seen every Super Bowl too. So oh, he oh, just, yeah. yeah, he just knows better. Uh Let's see. There's a couple that I want to take to the shed. So okay. I want to take the whole state of Colorado football to the shed because the day before, the Broncos got embarrassed. Uh, Dion and the boys went up to Oregon and unfortunately got embarrassed mm -hmm. as well. Uh, and I'll, that's about all I'm going to say about that. We're, we're kind of a Coach Prime podcast. Yeah. I think oh, we're yeah. kind of big homers. Sure. Um, I don't know if uh, – I forgot to mention last week, but uh, preseason hockey is starting up. Oh, okay. So we're on the cusp about a month away. NHL. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the first preseason game, I don't know if you saw for the Canucks, they actually got beat by the Flames 10 to nothing. And Ooh. scoring 10 in hockey is like scoring 70 in football. Yeah, it doesn't happen very exactly. often. Never. So it's a good way to start your season. That, hit, that might hit <laughs> the over. Uh, also, I want to take the Miami Heat to the shed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, as everybody, I don't know, we'll throw in the quick NBA, but Damian yeah. Lillard obviously got traded yesterday. And uh, shout out to Dan Levitard. They're all kind of sad down there in Miami. It's a sad, sad scene. Yeah, to the so box. Good 35 to 1 is what their championship odds now. They're behind the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh. So just to let you know. Uh, also, I don't know if you know Lou, uh, Lou Holtz. Oh, yeah. He's going to the shed this week, yeah, too. He was, um, yeah. Well, what was the quote? I don't want to misquote him here. Yeah, I have it down. Yeah, yeah. Um, a quote. Um, Saturday's game, Ohio State has not been physical enough to beat premier opponents. And the last <laughs> play of the game, they had 10 men on the field. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, we'll just leave that there. And then uh, I forgot to mention two weeks ago, okay. special shout out to Mike Babcock. I don't know if you're familiar with this story or not. Okay. We're going to take him to the shed. He's been long deserved. But uh, he got fired from the Blue Jackets head coach okay. before the season even started. Oh. I don't know if you know why, but uh, rumor has it, and there's a lot of different rumors, if you will. Mm -hmm. Speculation maybe is the best way to put okay. it. He was bringing in players, even new and old. 
old veteran players and making them airplay their phones on the TV in his office and going through photos and stuff like that to better get to know his players. Wow, that's great. So there, yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> so he got taken to the shed as well. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, that, that's quite a few shed shed trips <laughs> today. But you have a new segment now. I mean, this guy's on the podcast five episodes. He's, he's taking some things over here. Uh, Club Dub. Well, you want to explain what that is now? Yeah, Club Dub is kind of opposite of going to the shed. So uh, I think the Bears, actually. I stole this one from the Bears a couple of years ago. <laughs> Last time they were in the playoff hunt, they had Club Dub. I don't yep. remember that they had. So I thought that was kind of a fun. But it's, you know, just kind of who had a win for the week. So I don't know if you had anybody in mind. Well, I mean, on a personal note, we'll give Primetime, you know, Primetime Murphy. He obviously kept winning at Flip Cup. I think he only had okay. one, one round that he lost. We'll give you you'll give you a club dub, even though like, <laughs> we got a little contentious because, I, you know, the cheating thing. Uh, but uh, I would say. a lot say, of passion, that Art Murphy. <laughs> exactly. I'm, in the NFL, I would say I would say Travis Kelsey would be okay. a club dub guy. Oh, I mean, obviously go. the Chiefs destroyed our, the Bears here 41 to 10. But more, you got Taylor Swift sticks. Next to your mom in the press box, she's saying, let's effing go. I mean, you caught on camera and, and just high five it. And then I don't know if she actually had to sneak out a popcorn thing. I don't know if yeah, that was, is that true? That that, there's a lot of rumors around that as well. <laughs> but she still was walking with Travis and, you know, took off. So, <laughs> so hey, shout out to, to Travis Kelsey. I mean, my daughter, we, we, we try to confirm the rumors. Come on. It's right there on national television. Yeah, that's big J journalism. That's, that's right. That's right. That's funny thing is, is Callie was like, I hope Travis Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift don't get mentioned on the podcast because it's all my timeline oh. has been. So that's really funny that <laughs> he's in God. Club Dub. Uh, so let's see, Club Dub. We're gonna we'll first start with the Dolphins. So they had yeah. 726 total yards of offense. Um, first time in NFL history, by the way, that a team has had five rushing touchdowns and five passing touchdowns in the same game. Oh. I don't know if you knew that. So Hard nice to do. little uh, Hard to do. nice little nugget there. Um, obviously, the Cardinals and the Texans were in Club Dub. They had some pretty big upset wins, they did. Um, which we'll get into here in just a shortly. Uh, another little nugget, uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to Club Dub, and do you know why? Uh, uh, no. No, perfect. Well, I'm glad you don't know. So <laughs> I'm going to tell you. So he actually tied the San Francisco record 49er touchdown uh, record for uh, most touchdowns scored consecutively. So he's gone oh. a dozen straight games with a touchdown. He oh, tied okay. Jerry Rice's record. Gotcha. Um, he's going to – obviously, they play the Cardinals this weekend, which we'll get into. So mm-hmm. that is looking like it's going to be his record. Yeah, okay. So um, anytime touchdown, bro. Yeah, like absolutely. Anytime. Um, also, shout-out to Ronald Cunha Jr. I don't know if you saw this last night. He became the first man in MLB history to have a 40-70 club. So 40 Ooh. home runs, 70 stolen bases. Nice. Um, they beat the Cubs in extras again last night. Yeah, um, I'm not a Cubs fan, but it's, it's <laughs> sad. I went to the game last week, and I told you that. Yeah, last yeah. Wednesday. Oh, it's just sad. Know. They've blown a lot of late games six, recently. Six-nothing. Uh, yeah, Three-two. Three, lose. They, they did a six-nothing game with the, uh, with the Braves on Tuesday night. We're That's watching the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. – uh, anyway, just a mess. Um, and in the last last uh, addition to Club Dub, we're going to put the Shanahan family. Okay. Um, yeah, because good. Yeah, and the reason why, um, if you look at the NFL offenses right now, four out of the top eight um, are actually former Shanahan assistants. Mm. So you have uh, Miami, San Francisco, the Rams, and Minnesota. Those are okay. four of the top eight offenses in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, everybody obviously touted McVay's system. You have a lot of head coaches from that, but... I do think the Shanahan tree, which goes back to the you know Mike from the day back yeah. in the day. I mean, it's 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 running the football too. You know, you got to run the football in this league. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So that's uh, yeah, that's uh, right. So that's the uh, that's club dub this week. So that's it's a very it's, full club. Yeah, I, you're letting a lot of people in the club, dude. You got red a, rope. Come on. There was a lot of victories this week. So <laughs> okay. yeah, absolutely. I gotcha. Well, let's go into your you know the headline games for this week for college. You know, this is. Another uh, Dalton special here, tough question <laughs> to college here. So you've got some big games in the Pac-12, which is Friday night action, which, oh, yeah. you know, action, you know, 
over in Detroit, he loves Friday night action. So oh, what do you got there? You got Utah. Utah, Oregon State. Unfortunately, uh-huh. Oregon State lost last week at Washington State. Okay. Uh, so I just disregard that sprinkling national well, championship. Well, you know, they, they get one loss. Um, <laughs> we also have, obviously, USC at Colorado. Yep. Um, we have Kansas at Texas. Yep. Um, you have LSU at Ole Miss. And then you have uh, Notre Dame and Duke. Uh, last week we were two and zero again in our picks, so that brings us to seven and one on the season. Jeez, so I hope you're putting some more units. Um, yeah, we're gonna. Maybe we might have to. Well, uh, this week I didn't like so much. I think Vegas is getting on to the to the. Coop. They are figuring things yeah, out. Yeah, the, the coop metrics, what I like to call it. So I think they're digging in here. They're yeah, computer. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. But uh, but we're gonna take Notre Dame uh, minus five and a half this okay. week. Uh, they're playing. Duke. Yeah, they're playing Duke. Duke obviously beat Clemson earlier this year. Um, but when you look at Duke from a, uh, from a stat standpoint, a lot of their running game comes from Riley Leonard, their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm-hmm. Notre Dame looked really good against Ohio State. They're they going to overmatch well. I think they're going to be physically over overmatch them. And then I'm going to take Michigan on the road okay. um, against Nebraska. I think Harbaugh coming back, they're still going to have a little bit of chip. But like, yeah. I think Jim's going to be a little upset. They're going to want to rub their nose. And a lot of people are talking about how Nebraska could win this game and everything. Right. But, well, we uh, saw that against CU. <laughs> right. So, so they're saying Notre Dame's favored five and a half on the road at Duke. That is correct. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, well, we're going to take it. I like the favorites. I know you like the favorites. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the NFL now. Let's get into the, the, the meat here. So, the week three was a little crazy, but not that crazy. You had an even split of, of road and home victors this week, which is kind of unique. You know, the road teams have been killing it lately. Uh, and the favorites, they don't come back all the way, but again, kind of a, we're getting a balancing on the spread. You had eight, seven, and one as my tally for the you know for the favorites versus dogs, but the unders did come back in a big way. So remember, for week one, all unders. Week two, all overs. This week, eleven four and one to the under. So I'm expecting this week either to go back to the over or they're going to finally figure it out in Vegas and split it down the middle. Uh, and the spread really only mattered in that one game, and that's really the last game of the night. Uh, last game of the week uh, was the push, yeah, uh, which we'll talk about. But yeah, one the only you know. Six percent of the game. So overall in the season, you're at fourteen and a half percent, fourteen point six percent, seven out of the forty-eight games played so far. So okay. let's go into the, the recap. Survivor. This is why I'm, I got this hat because I was crying in my beer. Uh, Jacksonville. Forty percent of the pool. I know we talked about it last week. Forty percent of the pool was on the Jags in this in this game. They got housed, uh, which we'll talk about because we also was a pick for us in the official contest play. And then another 10% was on Dallas and Baltimore. So now the pool's only 72% have been cut from the pool. <laughs> Three weeks, 72%. Now I feel pretty bad, but actually last year I heard 74% were cut. So it's <laughs> so pretty much more. doesn't matter. Every year there's all this, you know, to basically three quarters of the league gets cut, which is really tough. Um, and yeah, what can you say? And then the official picks two and three, we, we had a rough week. Uh, we'll talk about the games individually in a minute. But there is somebody who has gone fourteen and one through through three weeks, so they're kicking ass. That's, and then in order to be in the money, you'd have to be eleven three and one at this point in the top one hundred. So we got some work to do. We're eight and seven. We're kind of in the middle, twenty one to twenty five, top top half, but not not even close. So we got some some work to do. How's the optimism? How are the vibes in the camp? Well, you know, it's tough. I, the first three four weeks, I honestly, I think are the hardest the, to me in the contest or any picks pick em thing. The first four weeks and the last week are the hardest. Those are the five toughest weeks because there's not enough data. You don't know about teams. Right. You know, one week, Dallas wins by 30, and then they go and lose Arizona. I mean, like, what the hell is this? 
you know, you get the Dolphins trounce, you know, trounce a team that maybe wasn't very good, but how are they going to go against the Bills this week? This is where you don't know. You have to see consistency. It's, it's not that it's perfect in week 13, <laughs> but it's you know what you're getting at least from an offensive standpoint. Players, I kind of feel like the first four weeks are more like preseason now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's it's been tough. So there's a little optimism. We, we usually do very well in the third quarter. Hopefully we can get a little bit better in the second, and then we can dominate in the third and fourth and, and win some money. Same so, time. Exactly. So we talked about the Jags losing. They were actually a nine-point favorite in the contest. That did get bet down to like seven and a half before kickoff. But C.J. Stroud, I'm going to give him some credit. You know, uh, this was Bennett. We talked about him in the podcast last week. He did say Stroud was playing pretty good, and he still doesn't have any interceptions in three games. So he's, he's balling out, and the young uh, receiver, Tank Dell, was pretty good. But what I thought really – it's attention to detail. They, they screwed up that kickoff. Yep. You know, they mortar kick, kickoff. They let the – what did you – big, big white dude going to the house from 85 yards. I mean, like, Oh, it did. It looked like on, a fullback dude. going to the yeah, house. Yeah, like, how yeah. is he doing that? Like, it's just – it seems like the Jacksonville might be a little bit reading their press clippings from the preseason a little bit. They're not focusing on the on the attention, and even Lawrence hasn't played great. The defense just looked atrocious in that game. Yeah, only if somebody would have warned you about picking Jacksonville. <laughs> I said it myself um, on the podcast. The playback. <laughs> they hadn't won. They literally haven't won a game against them in like yeah. five and a half years or four and a yeah. half years. They split like yeah, almost every year. They no, they don't split. split. They oh, lost. They won one they out of the last okay. ten. Wow. <laughs> one out of eleven. Wow. Man, that's yeah. tough. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, you're right. The the dominance, I think, in the line of scrimmage is what really surprised me. Just yeah. going back, like looking at the time that C.J. Stroud had to throw was impressive. Yeah, the, not touched. Um, and the the play, the shot plays down the field, like they are actually an explosive offense. Uh, and he hasn't made any mistakes. He's not yeah. beating himself, which is it's huge for uh, especially a rookie quarterback to come in and do that. But uh, yeah, that's, man, I thought I felt bad about my Steelers. I don't know how you can feel about your Jags right now, but um, that's okay. But they, luckily, they play in, in a weaker division. Obviously, we don't know the health of Indy and, and everything else. And they get to play in London this week, and it's like they're home, home right? Game. They're going home, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, and they're going to be on the Toy Story game. I don't know if you I saw know, that. Or that's, not, so. that's bizarre. So, that's what you get when you lose to the Houston, you get on the Toy Story game. So. The other game we were gravely wrong about was Washington. Uh, they were plus six and a half at home. Uh, what can I say? Sam Howell is not good. And I didn't think he was that great. I kind of bought into a little bit of the hype in the in the offseason that he was, oh, he can make big plays, whatever. Four interceptions in this game, two in the red zone. He also had a pick six. Uh, it was 16 and nothing in the fourth quarter. You know that, right? Yeah. And then the final score was 37 nothing because he kept turning the ball over. At some point, they have to consider going to somebody else, I think. Maybe one more week. But he's been – I know he, they got the first two wins, but I'm not sure if that was on the arm of Sam Howell, to be honest with you. Oh, man. Well, they had nine sacks, too. I don't know if you mentioned. You kind of left that out, too. But, uh, yeah, that was – Buffalo has kind of rounded into form since playing uh, the Jets. Obviously, they haven't really played uh, – they played Jimmy G and, and Sam Howell, not exactly – Yeah, we'll see against two this week, right? Um, but – yeah, just from the from the jump, man, they were all over Washington. I, I watched a little bit of that game, and they changed it after the first quarter because it just again the line play was just so one sided. It was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but just I, I don't know if I'd go. To, I don't know if I blame this entirely on Sam Howe. I think uh, obviously four turnovers, four picks is never a good thing. Uh, but just the line play was just so one sided. I don't think any quarterback would have had a realistic chance. Yeah, that I mean one. they actually Buffalo looks healthy, but even without Von Miller, they they, they dominated. Um, that that linebacker got in a big game, you know, interception and stuff. So a, a game that we did get right, but I will tell you that it was a pretty bad beat if you 
So the, the Saints went to the pack, yeah. and they, they actually flipped because when Aaron Jones was ruled out and Watson wasn't going to play, supposedly going to play tonight, they were actually the favorite. I think they were a one-point favorite at the close. So New Orleans comes out. In, in the contest, they were two-point dogs on the road. Yeah. So we took them. So they come out. They're just destroying this team. It's yeah. 17 to nothing. They had a, a punt return for a touchdown. Um, they looked really good on defense. They, In fact, Green Bay couldn't do anything for three quarters. And in the fourth quarter, you know, give Jordan Love some credit. I mean, he he made some things happen, and they scored on their last – well, actually, they didn't score on, their, on the last three drives, but they had a couple scoring drives, and then they got stuffed inside, you know, the red zone because they went for it. And then they still got it back because, you know, whatever. Derek Carr got knocked out of the game. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a big, AC joint. Yeah, AC joint. But – they couldn't get anything done, and then obviously Jameis did get him in field goal range. They missed the field goal, and they lose the game 18-17. So kind of a bad beat if you were the Saints. I mean, you're up all game, and, you know, obviously you push in that case. Or no, yeah, you, yeah, you, no, you lose outright, actually. Yeah, well, the money line is where the bad beat was. The yeah. Saints money line is where you'd be really upset. But no, just the – I guess it shows that Derek Carr is a little more valuable than what some people think, I yeah, guess. Me. Uh, just because, <laughs> like, just the flow of the game felt like it changed it when, he, when he left the game. Uh, just, I mean, I, I know Olave was having a really good game. Mm-hmm. I still think he finished with over 100 yards yeah. finally. Um, the Saints defense still hasn't given up more than 20. No, so that's haven't. a nice little uh, nugget <laughs> for you there. So I think that's what, uh, eight in a row now, dating no, back to last year? We said it was, uh, I think it's 11. 11? Okay. I can't remember. We'll have to have the stats department yeah. look it up. Uh, but no, just, it just shows that if they can get competent quarterback play, this team could be really dangerous. It so, can be good. We'll see. Uh, they're getting Alvin Kamara back. So that's, that's going to be a nice, Suspension. yeah, that's going to be a nice juice for them. Um, hopefully Derek Carr is not out too long. We're going to see. AC joints kind of what Baker Mayfield dealt with his last year in Cleveland, and we yes. just all know how that ended. Don't so. have that, that zip, you know. Yeah, we'll see. So Another pick uh, that went our way finally was the Steelers. You know, we, <laughs> we were rough on them first week one, but they've done good in the last two weeks. And this one they actually played solid. Uh, they were two-and-a-half-point dogs at, at Vegas. And I was honestly kind of surprised Vegas stayed the favorite in this game. I, you know, all the metrics I was looking at, more of the money was coming on Pittsburgh. I don't really understand. I didn't understand why Jimmy G was getting getting the money here, or was getting the the points, or laying the points. So, in the in this game, very similar. They were up big, twenty three seven. They were dominating, and then late in the game, I think these guys aren't quite in shape yet. Late in the game, the offense is pushing the ball. They get <laughs> they get a score, and then inexplicably, when they're down twenty three fifteen, they had gotten a two point conversion with two twenty five to go. They decide to kick the field goal on fourth down. I mean, what the hell are you doing? You're inside, the, you're inside the 15. I mean, what are you doing? Well, here's the thing. They're, and I know I'm not all about, we'll talk about analytics in a minute. I don't know if we're going to talk about you're that chart. You're more into the manalytics. Well, it's it's flow of the game. You've got them kind of on the ropes. Maybe you don't get it, but the bottom line is you still had to score a yeah, touchdown. That's fair. So they end up kicking the field goal, and then they didn't get the ball back and lose outright 23-18. So that was a really boneheaded decision. It got roasted on every radio. Program. Theory is that he had the over. That's what the theory is in the coop. Uh, in the, yeah. He had the over. Yeah, that he would have had the over. Oh, oh, you mean the under? Game, no, he had the over. That's why he wanted to. That's why he wanted to kick the field goal and oh, score again. Yeah, yeah. As he wanted to make he wanted sure to make he, sure he yeah, yeah. covered over. Um, so yeah, he definitely had the over. That's why he kicked it. But no, it, it made sense a little bit too. The only thing that I I do agree with with your part is when you have good defenses like that and you get inside like the fifteen to ten yard line. 
you, you probably should go for it because you're yeah. probably not going to get there again. That's right. More than likely. Um, the only reason why it made it kind of makes sense to me is just because he had three timeouts, and yeah. the Steelers had just went three and out previously to that. So True. it's you know if you stop them three and out again, you could you know maybe get it back before the two minute warning. Right. Right. Um, but it, I mean they didn't look good at all. I mean the the offense looks a little anemic, obviously. Uh, TJ Watt. Garoppolo got knocked out too. Yeah. TJ Watt looks you know, defensive player of the year form. I think oh, yeah. he's got, I think Incredible. he had two more sacks again. Yeah. So he's, I mean, he's that amazing. defense is humming. They, and I think the reason why Vegas was probably favorite is because, uh, I don't know, Pittsburgh scored 14 of their points against Cleveland yeah. the game before. Well, I so. mean, Kenny Pickett is still not playing great. So. Right. <laughs> so we'll find out. And I don't know if you've seen the Chandler Jones videos on social media, but yeah, I, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a definitely an unfortunate situation. <laughs> so uh, one of the picks that we went opposite each other, and you guys, you won on this one was Philly, Philly against Tampa on Monday night, the first game. And they did look good. And But this game was kind of interesting in the sense that I still had hope. There's a little backdoor situation. You know, Philly's up <laughs> 25-11, but maybe you get a score, you know, outside kick. Oh, no. They, they, they kick off the ball, and Philly gets the ball in the fourth quarter, you know, up 25-11 with 9.22 to go. Not unlike the situation we just discussed. Oh, you're probably going to get the ball back, right? Oh, no. Philly went on this monster 75-yard drive that, that bled the entire clock. I have never seen that before. Usually they didn't have to score. Usually got to pay extra for that backdoor action, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, extra. Yeah. So, yeah, so you get that cover. We do not with Tampa on that one, unfortunately. So Yeah, I just, it just Baker in primetime usually doesn't go well. There was a couple the, – the, his interception uh, that he threw actually wasn't on him. They were doing a breakdown or on mm-hmm. film if you watch it, mm-hmm. but – uh, I think the Eagles' defense is starting to come around yeah. a little bit. They're definitely starting to lean more in, back into the run game, which they did amazing last year. The back-to-back games, or they ran over 200 yards, yeah, and that's game. their, you know, that's their sauce. So if they could, if they could run for 200 yards on, well, and they anybody, do the, they do the the push, right? So they get anytime yeah, it's fourth push, and push. one, fourth and two, they just kind of line up and push. I mean, Jalen Hurts is not small too. They push him, and they can't stop it. Nobody can stop that damn thing. Yeah. Uh, other games we talked about. I, I I have you at six and five in Beaver Nation. Is that right? Yes. Or maybe, it, maybe I'm six, six five seven. and one. Technically. Oh, six five. Yeah, and I push with the Rams because that yeah, those damn Rams. So. Okay, so the games we talked about New England, which I think you took, right? Yeah, oh yeah. The Patriots did dominate. Almost that Hail Mary. Although I will say they dominated the box score, but they still left the back door open. It was it was fifteen to ten. You know, I don't know. Max Jones isn't playing great. But Zach William, well, Wilson just sucks. I mean, this dude just sucks. 18 of 36, 157 yards. You can even see Salah lying or trying to say a message with his eyes. He's like, Zach Storer, quarterback. Like, but he's losing the locker room. I mean, what are you doing? This team, the defense didn't play that bad. Obviously, giving up only 15 points. But the Patriots did cover the three. Uh, so, congratulations. Thank you. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I just, that was a crappy weather game, too. They mm-hmm. had rain most of the game mm-hmm. as well. Um, just again, the line of scrimmage. I mean, obviously, it was, it was, this one was kind of one side. The Patriots were able to run the ball a lot yep. better. That's two weeks in a row that the Jets have kind of getting ran on as yep. well. Um, just get tired. Just, well, that just to your point, I think they're, they're really losing the locker room. There's, mm-hmm. uh, I was reading an article today. I might say this for our, our preview for this week, but there was uh, another quarterback name thrown out there, mm-hmm. um, for the Jets that we'll probably get to. But, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's not looking good. This is getting, I mean, they had a lot of optimism and it's really well, hard to the Chiefs this week. Yeah. Which we'll get to here in just yeah. a second too. But it's, uh, 
I don't. What are the Patriots going to do? Do you take a quarterback this year with, with so many good ones? I mean, because obviously the Mac Jones thing is it looks like it's not working not right working. now. Obviously the skill players aren't the greatest. Right. I don't know who has a worse wide receiving core, the Chiefs or the Pats. I don't know who you take. Right, right. But, but obviously you got a different situation. So. They got a great tight end there. <laughs> oh no, well Hunter Henry. Yeah, Hunter yeah. Henry exactly. Is he still he's number one. one. No, he's number three now. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. It's a long season, Jimbo. <laughs> don't worry. Okay, what about this game? We talked about Minnesota. I did like Minnesota minus one. I think it dropped to a pick or something at the at the close. But this game was an ultimate stay away game. We stayed away uh, in both contests for good reason. What a crazy game though! Just back and forth. Whoever had the ball last, except Brandon Staley had a chance, I guess, to to do something. He they were up twenty eight twenty four, and they and they decided to go for it on their own twenty four yard line. Now the analytics do say if you get the one yard. You have an 89% chance of winning, but if you punt, you have an 82% chance of winning. Just punt the goddamn ball. So they, they don't. They get stuffed again because they always get stuffed on fourth and one. And then, uh, I mean, I don't even know what happened. How does Kirk Cousins? How how does crowd noise in a home game affect you? They couldn't get the they they had the ball with like. 35 seconds at the 8-yard line or something. Well, they could have spiked it. They didn't spike it. They didn't spike they, it. They, they could have spiked it. They could have gotten together. Yeah, it was just a mess. Did, I think did, that... did Kirk have money on the game? I mean, so he I'm throws the sure. ball. In his defense, it was really a touchdown. I mean, the guy should have caught the ball. Yeah. He got him right in the arm. Was it Hawkinson? I think so. And it popped right up, and they intercept it, and the Chargers win the game 28-24. But what a what a wild finish to that game. Uh, just, I mean, the fourth down, you nailed it. With that. I just, I couldn't believe it either. And you give it to the backup running back. Out of all the guys they have on that team, they give it to Josh Kelly. And nothing yeah. against Josh Kelly, but, like, he's the backup running back well, for a reason, yeah, right? Yeah, but Eckler's out. I mean, right, you know. and they could have done the tush-push. I mean, the Justin push, Herbert is 6'5". Yeah, he's 6'5". He's, like, 250. He's, like, two of me. Like, so just, it's, I mean, he's... I couldn't imagine that he would get on a plane ride home if they would lost that game. He, I, mean, I know. His seat would have been so hot that his ass would have been on fire I just, for weeks I, on I end. still can't believe they still kept him because he's, he's defending the situation. I mean, like, dude, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you had the Chiefs. The Chiefs are 12 and a half point favorite. We talked about that. They won 41-10. That was, you know, brutal, but uh, for the Bears fans anyway. I mean, we were watching the game. I'll, I'll tell a little story. So we're at the uh, Foreshadows, the other owner, uh, you know, our guy, Matt, he's a he's a better, you know, gambler. He listens sometimes. Hopefully he's listening. He had a parlay, like a five or six leg parlay, man. And he hit all five of the first six. And the sixth one was just Bears plus 14 and a half. Oh, no. And they gave him an option, dude. Oh, no. They way. gave him the buyout for like 400 bucks. Just take it. And I'm like, dude, just take it. Just take it, dude. He's like, well, what about? I'm like, no. What was the score at this point? Oh, it was like Like fourteen nothing at that time. Oh my god! And I was like, dude, just take it. (laughs) If you want it, you could hedge it. You could get the money and then come back with a hundred dollar bet, you know, money line or something. You know, do something to you know you want to hedge yourself. And instead, he didn't, and and it was I was a painful moment for us all to see at the bar, and he was getting upset, and him in the corner. It's okay. It was over the quarter. That's what the second quarter. Yeah, actually, it's over the second quarter, like halftime. Whatever the score, it was something. Yeah, it was a tough one. Tough beat. Shout out to him. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, man. I I shouldn't have said your name. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, Seattle won six and a half. They were six and a half point favorites. Uh, This was an interesting game. Andy Dalton played pretty good. Yeah. Um, They actually was moving the offense. Three hundred sixty-one yards, two touchdowns. I think then they had some defensive injuries and they couldn't stop Seattle because this game was kind of back and forth. Final score was thirty-seven twenty-seven. I think if you watched that game, you were probably on the right side if you. Took you know 
took Carolina in that one until the, the injuries because it looked like they were going to they were contend at least in that game. Yeah, and it was a weather game too. Mm-hmm. It was raining the whole game. And uh, Adam Thielen, I think, had 11 catches for a buck 20 somewhere in there. So yeah. and DJ Chark, I think, had 90 yards receiving mm-hmm. on a couple catches, mm-hmm. I think four or five. So shout out to Bryce Young and not having weapons to throw to. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I read that in an article the other day. Did you hear that? The se- it just, it's, it's an article it's they just, said that the separation. So what is it? it well, maybe it's Jordan well, Love they were talking about. Well, that. Jonathan Mingo were they were talking about, I think, in this article, too, the separation, where he was, yeah. like, their top, like, of a first-round pick or whatever. And right. I mean, I just – imagine the DJ Chark deal not happening and the Bears having the first overall pick last year and taking – I just – it'd be so amazing to see what would happen now. But but Dalton was willing to throw into coverage. That's basically what the difference is, what they were saying. Yeah. He was willing to throw into contested catches where Bryce is not – because he's still used to having guys wide open. And right. Well, 14, like 14 years in the league for Dalton, obviously right. you can expect him to maybe have a little more anticipation. But – but yeah, Carolina didn't look bad. Uh, obviously, I think I think Bryce Young was cleared today. He's, he's playing, yeah. so he should play this weekend. I that's why the line jumped. Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously we'll talk about that game in a minute. But yeah, I mean they, they had some resilience. Uh, Chuba Hubbard actually had a decent mm-hmm. game too, and Miles Sanders uh, the running game was well, but obviously not enough to beat Seattle. But Seattle's getting hot, so watch out for Seattle. They're they're yeah. you know ever since the week one, obviously they had that giant debacle, but mm-hmm. ever since then they're they're Play definitely turning the corner. Yeah, yeah Gino. Two more games, just quick mentions, I guess. Uh, Arizona, I didn't say this for the game. I said for the half. But Arizona was a 11-point dog at home. And this team has been, they've been salty. I mean, everybody thought they are going to suck. They're not the worst team in the NFL, Chicago Bears. Um, they actually led wire to wire in this game. Dallas really never led. And it's kind of surprisingly, maybe. But if you look into the preseason or pregame report, there were injuries on the offensive line for Dallas. And they couldn't really, you know, give it Arizona credit on the defense. They're playing really well. And Josh Dobbs, he's balling. He didn't have great numbers, but he's leading this team. And they won 28-16 outright. Yeah, the big thing that I took away was how young this coaching staff was. They had a really good game plan mm-hmm. for the Cowboys, too. If you watch the very beginning, and they have, I think the first play of the game, they did a read option right at Micah Parsons. And it was a 45-yard <laughs> run for Josh Dobbs. Oh, wow. So. Um, you know, they had, a, they had a lot of misdirection, a lot of backside. Obviously, Dallas is a really, mm-hmm. you know, aggressive defense. Very so you definitely want to get them flowing one way yep. and get them going the other way. And they did that really well. So that's what I really took away was just like, okay, this is a really young, the youngest coaching staff by far in the NFL. And they, mm-hmm. they put together a good game plan. But I'm curious to see how def, how Dallas's defense, We I know we were talking about Diggs not being the oh, yeah, right. Diggs not being the greatest corner, but they definitely have a, a difference out there because they were picking, I can't remember the, the other corner's name for Dallas that took his spot, but they were definitely picking on that second corner yeah. that came in. Yeah, it's so true. We'll it's definitely true. see moving forward. That's what I'm curious to see moving mm-hmm. forward. So. Here's another last one was the Rams. We talked about the push for you. I was end up having the Bengals and I'm betting on the Bengals here, so I just got the push. So it was a, the Bengals closed a three point uh, favorite at home, and Burrow looked better. I don't think he was amazing. They definitely got the ball to Jamar Chase. Twelve catches, 141 yards, targeted him 15 times. They were throwing that little flare thing out of the back, but just get the ball in his hands. And he did. You know, T. Higgins still can't catch the ball though, but. <laughs> Was McVeigh betting on the game? Like he did, he kicked the field goal. And I understand you're getting you were down ten. It was nineteen to nine late, but it was kind of weird when they got down there. He tried to run the ball with you know inside of two minutes. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, like he kicks a field goal, 
look at him. Mr. Mister knows the line. So, <laughs> they up, so they end up winning 1916 Cincinnati. Did. Yeah, and to your point, the Cincinnati still hasn't really looked the form. Their defense was great. They had six sacks, I think, and I thought three or four well, takeaways. Once the left tackle went out for the Rams, it was over. Yeah. Hendricks just killed that dude. Yes. He had, like, he had like three sacks and like four plays. I mean, they were just, yeah, just jailbreaks. Just you know? straight after him, yeah. So they just... Uh, Puka Nakua is still really good. And He's I just good. can't believe they took him in like the fifth round. Yeah. And that's just amazing to me how that happens every year. You have teams that just find these gems. But uh, yeah, to your point, it's the first time in Joe Burrow's career he's, he, he actually won without throwing a touchdown pass. That's amazing. So, yeah, it's, yeah they only had the one rushing. And McPherson had, did he have five, four field goals of 50 yards? Yeah, is that right? four, yeah, I think it was four field goals maybe. That's awesome. But, uh, but yeah, he, he got a game ball. I saw it on Instagram. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, well, I'm curious to see. You know, they play Tennessee this week, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. But you know, good win for Cincinnati, finally off the Schneid. So yeah, no kidding. We're gonna see. Well, let's go over some storylines for Week Four. Uh, looks like Burrow is. You know, he already played, so it's kind of an old update. But looks like he's fine. Mike Williams did tear his ACL for the Chargers. Feel bad for that guy. If he had a big touchdown in that game. Yeah. We talked about Derek Carr. Uh, he's gonna be out this week, and Jameis is in. Uh, which we'll talk about that. How yeah, James Winston, yeah. baby, hell yeah. Uh, Garoppolo is still in concussion protocol, so if he doesn't go, it's Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell. I'm not even sure where did he go to college. Do Purdue. You know? Oh, yeah, Aiden O'Connell. You don't know Aiden. O- he was like the talk of the preseason. Man, that kid's good. Is he? Well, he's going to be. He's going to be better than Hoyer. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. Um, we've got Bryce Young is back. We mentioned that. Looks like Gus the Bus Edwards. He got knocked out of the game. He's back to practicing despite being the concussion protocol. So I don't know how he did that. <laughs> And then you want to do your speculation. We talked about Kirk Cousins maybe being traded, but you think another guy could be traded to the Jets. Yeah, possibly. so another another name that might be spicy is Ryan Tannehill. Mm. So I was I was reading another article um, on Twitter, obviously. That's where I spend most of my time. But, uh, yeah, it actually makes sense, though, because they have two young quarterbacks. They need to figure out what they're going to do with. Uh, and Tannehill actually, I think, would fit in well in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, just the scheme they want to run, I think his mobility would help out that. It would help out that <laughs> offensive line a yes. lot. Um, and I think it would present a little more challenge because obviously Josh Allen has that ability to him. He's mm-hmm. obviously a lot better than – he's not, you know, Ryan Tannehill is not obviously Josh Allen. But just right. having that factor I think would help because uh, they, they all have very aggressive defenses in the AFCE. So yeah. it kind of made sense when I was reading it. I never even thought of it. But, it, I mean, from a from hindsight, it makes sense. It makes sense. sense. I mean, he's still got something in the tank. I mean, he hasn't played great in big high leverage situations. But, I mean, two – what, three years ago, he had a really good season. Yeah, he went into yeah. Foxborough and beat Tom Brady mm-hmm. in their, his final playoff game as a Patriot. So, was the season, I mean, yeah. you never know. He's magic. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the actual games here. So, tonight, we've got Detroit at Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay is a two-point dog at home, 45-point total. It's going to kick off in, like, 20 minutes. But, I mean, this line did move to Detroit. I, I'm conflicted about this one. Detroit actually has beaten Green Bay in the last couple seasons, even with Rodgers there. And I think they're the better football team, but metrically these teams are very even right now. So I don't know, two points at home. I probably would, I know I wrote in the article I took Detroit, but I think I'm flipping now. I'd take take the points. I mean, you're at home Green Bay. I mean, I don't think Love is going to play great, but you do have Aaron Jones back, so it does help him. I love this game from a DFS standpoint. Yeah. I think from a DFS standpoint, you could build so many good Green Bay lineups. Mm-hmm. From a point perspective, oh God, I think Detroit's probably the way to go, mm-hmm. even though I'm kind of with you. I don't know if I still like Jared Goff outside. If yeah. you know, if it's inside, it's a nice it's day, story. <laughs> um, I definitely trust Green Bay's defense more, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but just it's so hard not to take Detroit from I just there is a there is a hard this you're is right, a key from game. A, These both teams are two and one. This smells like a Jameer Gibbs Jameer Gibbs game. Like That's if Detroit's right. gonna win, Jameer Gibbs is gonna be the reason why they win. And last week they didn't utilize him very much in the right. passing game. He only had like two receptions, even though he played like sixty four percent of the snaps. I know, it's weird. Uh, so I could definitely see him having five or six or even seven catches tonight. Yeah. Um, but man, this one's I would stay away from this. I would definitely take the over. The weather's okay. gonna yeah. be nice. Oh, yeah, it's forty five seems way low. So uh, okay, next game. This is our first London game this year. Atlanta goes to the home, they're not home, but you know, Jacksonville Jaguars, the London Jaguars. And they, they play there every year. So it's kind of, they have a following and they've done pretty well there. Their Jags are three point favorites at home in London. Uh, 43 point total. So it's a pretty low total in this game, mainly because Atlanta likes to grind. Oh, yeah. And we obviously saw what Houston could do against this team, but. I'm still gonna lay the points with the Jags. I think they're gonna get back on the. You know, I'm a Jags guy. I gotta put my Jags shirt back on. But I think that they know the routine a little bit better. Three is not ideal. When it was two and a half early in the week, I liked it better. But I think uh, as good as Atlanta's been, and, and they they kind of got exposed a little bit by Detroit last week. Uh, I do think I'd go with the Jags and lay the points. Yeah, last week was the uh, St. Brown show for mm-hmm. Detroit. He ate them alive for sure. Um, I'm with you. I think this is the Calvin Ridley week. I think yeah. they, he's been due. He's got to get back to that revenge big one form. Yeah, revenge I was going to say revenge game too. Um, I like Jacksonville with you. I like laying the points. I would take honestly the under. I think this is going to. I think Jacksonville's defense is going to get together. They're going to finally maybe flex a little bit. Maybe ten points maybe from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like a I don't know twenty eight ten kind of game. But I would definitely I would definitely take the under. And I think the Jags are the side here for sure. Yeah. And then here's your big game. I know that you probably have to <laughs> are stay we, in yourself here. Are we tailgating, by the way, for uh, that, that 9.30 a.m. start here? Is that 8.30 here, by the way? It's I'm so used 8.30 to Eastern here, time. but okay. I, full disclosure, I'll be in Alabama this weekend. Oh. I'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, we can't let the group know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we could tailgate. It's fun. It's actually really cool if you are at a tailgate because you usually can watch that game yeah. while you're there. You know, you know, pull, pull the Dalton. Pull, pull the <laughs> he's watching games while he's at a game. Anyway, so let's do uh, the next one. Miami at Buffalo, huge game again in the AFC East. Uh, obviously, Miami's undefeated. Buffalo's not, but uh, Buffalo's laying three points at home, fifty-three and a half point total. So I know you're probably going to go against me here. I, I'm, I sound like captain favorite this week. I like Buffalo for two reasons. I think that the Dolphins are going to be gaming this. It's going to be a great football game, but you got to have a natural letdown, right? I mean, come on, seventy points. So there's going to be a little bit of a letdown, and more importantly, I think the Bills, they're focused now. Like if, if they had a bad performance in Washington, I, no doubt I'd be on the fins. But in this case, they both came in, you know, guns a blazing. So I do think Buffalo has their shot. Although, leave it to your fins for not having to play in the north northeast in the in just in December this year. Yeah, it's going to be 75. You know, it's gonna be seventy-five degrees this Sunday. So let me ask, let me ask you this: Who do you think this game is bigger for? Do you think it's more imperative that Buffalo wins this game, as mm-hmm. far as like the future, like future picture, or do you think it means more for Miami to win this game? Well, I think. Good question. Very good question. I think it's more it's more important for Buffalo to win because they still have to go down to Miami and play, and it would drop them to two and two, and zero well, and two in the division. So right, they, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. So they'd be zero and two in the division already, and. Miami would be 2-0 in the division, right? They play yeah, in the division. They beat guys. the Patriots. Beat the Patriots. Yeah. So it's a huge game for Buffalo. If Miami wins, though, 
obviously 4-0 and they're 2-0 in the division, they're sitting pretty. So they probably benefit more from the game, but I think it's more important for the Bills. And I think for that reason is why I'm going to take Miami. All the pressure is on Buffalo. Okay. Their, their defense is coming around. Jalen Waddles cleared the play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Miami played Buffalo really tough. I mean, they yeah. beat them the first game last year, obviously, when Tua was healthy. But they almost then, beat them with the rookie last and year. Yeah, they almost beat them in the playoffs with Skylar Thompson. Obviously, mm-hmm. the defense played really well. That game had a touchdown, I think. Yeah. Um, but no, I, if I had to pick a side, I would stay away because I think three is the good number. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think Miami's ahead of the curve offensively against the yeah. league right now. I think they they're are. a step ahead. Mike McDaniel is – I've been watching a lot of his videos lately. The dude is just a genius when it comes to football. Savant, if you will. Um, and it looks like Mark Anthony. I don't know if you know who that is. Right, salsa, he does. Salsa it does look like Mark Anthony. That's so funny. But uh, but no, I I think there's a lot of pressure on Buffalo. They haven't handled pressure well in the past when mm-hmm. it comes to playoff games, big games in general. Um, they've laid a lot of eggs at home too. Well, it, the um, thing is, we've talked about this before though. Buffalo's a kind of a front-running team. If they're in a dogfight, they usually lose. Yeah. So if it is a close game, this is why it's a great live betting spot for me. Right. I would probably not. You know, I mean, I've got them in my picks, but so we have to make picks for you know, obviously for the contest. But I'm a live bet guy now. I'm like, get in there, see what happens, make a live bet because you you can get you know obviously much more well you, you opportunities right yeah. opportunities present themselves. Miami goes up fourteen nothing. Good Buffalo. It'll be Buffalo. You know whatever. It'll be yeah. four or five point dogs then. No, absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely if you can live bet it. That's but yeah, I would if I was going to take a side, I'm taking Miami. I would actually yeah. go over here too. I think yeah, I be think so too. Fifty three and a half. It's going to be nice weather, but yeah. I did in the article I said over. Oh, and life's too bet, life's too short to bet the other. I know. I Just know. keep that in mind. What happened last week? <laughs> uh, Minnesota at Carolina. Uh, so Carolina, this this line moved. Uh, Minnesota opened as a much shorter favorite there, and now they're five point favorites on the road. Forty six point total. This is really the Bryce Young move. Uh, I'm not sure what to say on this one. It, I call this the uh, some someone has to win, and not some someone has to win part one. So these are two 0-3 teams, so somebody's going to win. I do think Minnesota's going to win this football game. Five points? Come on, dude. I can't lay this with this team. Five points? Impossible. So it's a stay away from me. Really? Mm-hmm. I would. I, I think with the Carolina defensive health in question, I think this is probably – I think Jordan Addison has a big day, honestly. I you think love that's, that guy. I, I do. I, he's, Get he's, building, he's getting there. I should, honestly. His, and his wide receiver usage rate has gone up every week is what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So in case he's out there in your fantasy league, go get him. But, um, <laughs> no chance. <laughs> it's a good flex option. Anyway. I'm just saying he's not available. <laughs> I would take – I would definitely take Minnesota here. I think yeah. I think this is a get-right game for their defense. Brian Flores is probably going to just blitz Bryce Young because all he's going to do is look at what the Saints did to him a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is going to be just the onslaught. Bryce Young may, may not finish this game. But the he way may not. Gonna blitz, he may so. not. But it, and they have made the decision. We're going to go with Bryce. He's healthy. Dalton played better. Yeah. You know, anyway. All right, next one. The, the, the next <laughs> someone has to win part two uh, is the, the Broncos coming to our fair city, Chicago. Three and a half point favorites on the road. 46 point total. How is this possible? I know the Bears suck. I get it. But give me a break. You cannot lay points with Denver three and a half. That, that team is garbage. So if I was to take a side, I'd take the Bears all the way. I just can't do it. I gotta stay away. Both teams are just garbage. I can't do it. Are these the two worst teams in the league? In uh, your opinion? I think so. Oh, Let me think okay. about this for a Because you said Arizona's not the worst team in they're the league. They're not the worst team in the league. So Arizona's I think they're they're decent. If they want to not tank for what's his name for Caleb Williams, like they might actually have a chance to make the playoffs. That's how I think that team's playing good. Really? Wow. I thought their roster was garbage, but they're playing with nobody's decently. 
That's fair. I it's got to be coaching. It's got. It could be. I mean, I think. I don't think. Uh, I don't think the Raiders are very good. That's I know, fair. but they beat Denver, so yeah, you, you never know. know. But anyway, <laughs> I'm with you. I think this is a stay away game. Honestly, if I had to pick a side, oh, man, I guess there's probably a little more optimism with Denver, even though they just gave up seventy. Because at least you would the, really lay three and a half on the road, with Denver. probably just because there's there's so much turmoil in Chicago, oh, and there's yeah, probably I mean obviously there's so much turmoil in Denver. This like you said, this is somebody who has to win. It's going to come down to who doesn't want to give the game away. I right. think. But I could see this game going either way. This could be a shootout game. This could be 38-35, or this could be 13-10. I have no right, idea what's going right, to happen. I'm right. with you. I'd stay away. But if you had, if you put a gun in my head, I'm taking Denver. Wow. Good for you. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about a, a better game. Uh, Baltimore at Cleveland. They're, uh, Cleveland's two-and-a-half-point favorites at home, 42-point total. This total keep, keeps going down, actually. The Cleveland D is unreal. 163.7 yards per game. Yeah. That is insane. That's like what a – you said uh, the Dolphins put up seven or something. That's like seven hundred four yeah. X, like four times. You know what? They'd have to play four games against Cleveland to, to hit that, right? So, anyway, um, I think Cleveland's the play here. Two and a half. It's a good number. I expect this to get bet up. I know that Baltimore is always salty in this matchup, but they still have injuries, and I don't love it uh, for Baltimore. And I and they lost last week. We didn't talk about that game. Yeah, they lost to the Colts. That was another big survivor thing. And they didn't look great. Uh, Lamar didn't look great. And they're going to face a, like a feverish defense. So yeah. division roll dogs are usually a good thing in division, but I can't do it. I would lay the points. Yeah, he thought DeForest Buckner was scary. Wait till he meets Miles Garrett, right? And I'm sure he's pretty familiar. But I'm with you. I think Cleveland's the side here. I think Jerome Ford looks pretty good for being good. a backup running back. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought that they're um, – it's not Conklin. They lost um, – They lost, they lost um, Teller. Conklin. No, they lost uh, Teller, I think. In the very recently. beginning. Oh, yeah. Jack Conklin. Was it Conklin yeah, yeah, that got Conklin. hurt? They lost a, a left tackle, or no, yeah. a left guard, excuse me, in the, yeah, the first season or oh, first okay. game of the season okay. that we thought was going to be a big hindrance yeah, to this team. But they've, they've done well the last couple weeks around the sure. football. Um, Deshaun Watson got back to form. By the way, if you're going to play DFS, you start every wide receiver you can name against the Titans' past defense. Because okay. if Deshaun Watson looks like an all-pro, I can only imagine everybody <laughs> else is going to, too. But... Um, no, I think Cleveland is the side here. I think their ability to actually run the one. Baltimore's just so hurt. It's again, it's the most injured team in the league. It seems Every that year. between them and the Chargers, they never can stay healthy. It's true. So, but I'm with you. I would. I think Cleveland's the side here. They're at home. I hate that over under. I think it's like right on the button. Honestly, I can, yeah. I can see this as very easily as a. You know, I checked 20, the weather on this one because it could be a rough one. I mean, I think Baltimore's going to have to keep it close to, to win this one because I think if it comes late. If it's a you know, I don't think they can put up that many points against that D. No, Sunday is 75 and sunny in Cleveland. Oh, beautiful. It's, nice... it's always sunny in Cleveland. No, it's Philadelphia. <laughs> All right, so the next game is Pittsburgh at Houston. Two and a half point favorites for Houston, on, I mean, for Pittsburgh on the road on this one. 42 point total. You know, I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm all over them all the time. I don't know about this one. I, I Look, Houston obviously showed me something last week. I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon, but I'm not sure if Pittsburgh sure? should be laying. <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds yeah. like you're talking yourself right into this bandwagon. No, I mean I did pick up CJ Stroud in one of my leagues, but uh, but I would say the Steelers, they still got to prove it to me. They they did obviously, they were the dogs in that game against the the Raiders. Two and a half points on the road, even against Houston, I don't like it. I mean I think that I would take Houston or pass on this one. I'd probably pass this game. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I think I think Pittsburgh's a play here, and I think. 
the defense of Pittsburgh is significantly better oh. than the defense of Jacksonville. No so question. I think C.J. Stroud is going to have a lot less time to throw the football. Yep. Um, I throw the ball this week. Yeah, I think I think this might be the game where he might get. I don't. He's not going. He's probably going to look like a rookie this game. That's okay. probably what I would say. I'm not going to say he's going to get rattled or anything. I don't really know. How about it, the offense? Are they going to do something? I. They're they're a work in progress until they get Matt Canada out of the building. At this point, I man, I don't know how to feel. I and there's and so many your people. Your guy, your guy. There's you know, so many people. Yeah, got to get Jalen Warren. Oh, yeah. I can't well, pick Jalen Warren. Yeah. Najee Harris, you're right. He's slow. Oh my God, he's so bad, isn't he? I mean, just I have Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren stashed on every. That was my last pick mm-hmm. in every fantasy draft. Every year. other every other Alabama running back is good. Is right. Every, <laughs> year, every other one. Every other. Okay, we'll have to keep that in mind for future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh. But no, I think Pittsburgh's the play here. I think they're going to have to. I think they need to stay in the, in the hunt of the division too. There's, you know, I think they're going they're going to have to win this game because no, there's a tough to. schedule coming up. So they, they have to win it. I just I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't be favored, but it's just tough. All right, uh, the Rams are going to Indy. Uh, this is an interesting matchup here. It's at a pick right now, 46 point total. I don't know. I think. <laughs> well, first of all, Richardson is trending to play. He's he's out of the concussion protocol, I believe, from working. He's pr- limited practice, which is part of the protocol. So I think he might play. But Minshew played well. So I'm a little. The Rams played good on Monday, but I thought they got a little bit exposed, uh, especially on the defense. So I I go Indy here, man. I I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm. Drinking some Kool-Aid with, you know, both. I thought Minshew played very well. No, he definitely did. Uh, and their defense is pretty solid. So I like Indy uh, at home in this one. Even, you know, pick, I, I lay a point or something like that. No, that's fair. They have uh, Anthony Richardson officially listed as questionable at mm-hmm. the moment. Yeah. Um, but Indy does have two starting offensive linemen listed as questionable too. Mm-hmm. So Quentin Nelson's questionable. Ryan Kelly's questionable. That's true. Um, that's the last thing you want missing when you're playing Aaron Donald. Yeah. So uh, I think I would take – I think I'm going to take the Rams here. Um I, I think they probably stayed East Coast after playing the Bengals. I, I don't know so. that for sure, but it would make sense too. Yeah. Um, Sean McVay is, uh, even though Eberflus, um, no, that's the uh, Colts head, or that's the Base. Chicago. Um, I need more. Who are you the Colts to head coach. Oh, uh, uh, this is Steichen. Yes, Frank Steichen out of Billy. Sean Thank Steichen. You. Yeah, no, yeah, Sean. Right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Steichen. That Steichen. is correct. Yeah. Anyway, what is Steichen? Um, <laughs> I think he. I think he can. He's a good coach, but I think McVay is probably the, the better coach oh, he's in a better this coach situation. Sure. Um, I think that's going to make a big difference. DeForest Buckner is also listed as questionable, mm-hmm. so that's a, that's their big defensive line. That's lineup probably why it dropped to a pick because I think they originally were favored in this game. So I could definitely see. I could see the Rams coming in dominating. They. I think they could probably run the ball this week against the Colts. I think you're going to see. This is definitely an under game. This smells like an under. Smells game. like an under. Do you smell that? It smells like an under. It is in a. It is in a dome though, so I don't know. No, no weather factors. Yeah, they were open as a one and a half. I would take the prop of over under on field goals. I would take the over field goals in this game. If it's like three and a half, four, I would definitely take the over for sure. Nice. Okay. Let's keep moving. Uh, we've got Tampa at New Orleans here in the dome. New Orleans is now a three and a half point favorite, thirty nine and a half point total. So if the streak continues, which we think it will, the, the total has actually gone uh, up a little bit. I think it was down even up to thirty eight and a half, just a little bit. Now it's going up a little bit with Jameis, mainly because the guy turns the ball over. Um, and maybe the Bucks got exposed on Monday night. I'm not sure, but. I'm not, I don't know, that New Orleans defense, they're great. The offense, suspect. And you you, you tout the Bucks defense. I'm going to take the dog in this one. Plus three and a half, divisional rival, 
Too many points. No, I agree. I would, I would definitely take the Tampa side. I could see uh, Alvin Kamara running the ball. I could see that happening, though. The Eagles are the best run offense, obviously, in the mm-hmm. league. So they're going to mm-hmm. make the you know the Bucks defense look suspect. So yeah. I, I could see it happening. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm with you. I would take Tampa. I'd probably take Tampa on the money line here. I think mm-hmm. they could pull off the upset going into New Orleans just because Jamison's so turnover prone. You have the guy that turns the ball over all the time versus the guy that doesn't turn the ball. It is a, it is a Jameis uh, so. revenge game, but you know, he's had this revenge game before when he was the starter. And I just, I don't know. Maybe he'd be under control. I, I almost trust Taysom Hill more back and if, there. If Carlton Davis is out too, that could be a real a real mm-hmm. game shifter too. He's He hasn't played the last two games. And, you know, mm-hmm. Chris Olave might have a big game too. So hey, this one's a tough one to pick. Those divisional games are all That's what I'm saying. That's why three and a half seems too big for the divisional game for me. So, all right, let's go to the next one. Washington at Philly, another divisional game. Philly is favored by eight right now. Uh, actually, I think that's the contest pick. It was, I think it might be eight and a half or nine in the market. 43 and a half point total. This is a tough divisional game, and I think Philly's really good, but I don't know. Washington got embarrassed last week. They're going to play better. I don't think I can lay it with the Eagles this week. Uh, I'm sure you love them. You love the favorites. But even though I would not take this in the contest, I can't trust Washington, I would be on the Washington side here plus the eight. Uh, I think the defensive line is going to play decent. It's bet up to nine now in the market, by the mm-hmm. way. So yep. at eight, I would take Philly. At nine, I would take Washington. Oh, that's so, a yeah, point for that's, you? That's, that's a key number? That is. And even up to ten, I guess. But at, at eight, I would take Philly for sure. I think their their front seven on both sides of the ball is going to dominate this oh, game more than likely. They're great. Um, and to neutralize a good pass rush, they're going to run the ball. They're so the ball. it's going to take that pass rush right away, which is supposed to be one of Washington's strength. We didn't see it last week. but um, Well, they were in the game late. They just can't turn the ball over. Right. If he's going to turn the ball over in the red zone and – you know, throw picks to the guy's hands right right in front of him. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, I could see a backdoor cover here just because Philly's mm-hmm. pass defense is so bad. So I could definitely see, you know, late, if they're down 10 or 14, yeah. that you could see maybe Jahan Dotson having a touchdown or something covering. Big, but big, big number. I think Philly's the side here. Mm-hmm. At, at 8, Philly's the side. At 9, Washington's the side. So <laughs> okay. And just, just so you know, get. with Circa, they anticipate. So they're going to anticipate people betting down the line, right? So if okay. it's a nine now, they're thinking money's going to come in on Washington late. So interesting because they got they got to guess. Um, okay, we talked about Cincinnati, Tennessee a little bit already, on, on the Tennessee side anyway. So Tennessee is a, a two point dog at home, forty one and uh, yeah, forty one point total there. Look, I like the Bengals. I think they're playing really good. I just you know how I feel about Vrabel. He's, he's my guy. So. Um, you got it at two and a half in your picks. It says two. The money's going to come in on Tennessee. I, I understand why. I just don't know if I can trust trust the team. So it's a total stay away game for me. Oh, total stay away. Just the laissez faire, Jimbo Weggs, hands off game Jimbo of the week. Jimbo Fisher Weggs. Wow, we should, yeah, hands off game of the week. Hands off game of the week. Maybe we should start throwing that in a second. I mean, it is a, you know, it's like a revenge spot for Tennessee when they play <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But I think Cincinnati's coming into form. But I, I don't know if I can do it again. I lay in, lay in points on the road, even though Tennessee. Kind of got beat up last week at yeah. Cleveland, like you mentioned. But this is going to be an ugly game. But I think mm-hmm. Cincinnati is going to win this game by more than two points. So I would definitely take Cincinnati. I would take the side if you're going to, you know, give me Joe Burrow and less than a field goal. I think every time you have to take it, just, okay. just for the sake of feeling good about yourself. So. Um, Joe, they got back to running the ball a little bit. I think with his cap, it's going to make them go back to running the football, which is yeah. I think Mixing over time, a nice game. which I think over time is actually going to help this offense mm-hmm. uh, if they make it that far. Um, yes. And just the continuity offensive line, I think it, it just helps more when they run the football like that. Mm-hmm. Just it gets them fired up, if anything. So okay. I, I think this could be a, a get right game again for the Bengals. The secondary Tennessee is awful, and I think the they strength of the good. Cincinnati obviously is their wide receivers and everything. So. I, I would hammer the Bengals here. I okay. would take them and hammer them. Yeah, they're in your official picks. Oh, yeah. 
I'm just telling you. I'm Meme Nation. Away. Stand away when Mike Vrabel pulls some bullshit. You're <laughs> doing something crazy. All right, Raiders at Chargers. Uh, Chargers are five and a half point favorites, 48 and a half point total. Again, this went up uh, because of the uh, the news about Jimmy Garoppolo. So I, I can't lay it with the Chargers, dude. I mean, I, I've done it so many times. They Look, it's a clear smash spot for the Chargers. This is my smash spot of the week. Everybody says that on their damn podcast. Never say that, first of all. Secondly, five and a half points. I mean, look, this team, I don't know how many times I've seen this team blow covers late. They don't do, you know, critical game decisions. We've obviously seen it with Staley. They didn't quit on them like I thought they would last week, but they were so close to losing that game. I'm just staying away. I don't think this is a a Raiders spot because they're going to have your guy, Aiden O'Connell, or whatever his name is, you know, at quarterback. But AOC. AOC. They, well, there's another AOC. Yeah, there. right, right. Uh, But I got to stay. I can't back the Chargers, so it's just a pass for me. Just PSA to all listeners, too. You don't want to give away your smash spots. You want to keep those as close and as sacred as you can. Uh, but I would definitely – oh, man. I'm, I'm totally against you. I'm with the Chargers. I think Austin Eckler is going to be out again. Um, I did. I think I saw that today that they're not going to play him. So okay. I think you're going to put the ball in Herbert's hands. I like that. Oh, I love that. I like the ball in Herbert's hands. I think eventually that they're going to have to get the defense right. If he wants to keep his job at defense, he's eventually going to have to start playing well. They played halfway. They played their best game, obviously, last week. They did shut down Minnesota a little bit in the second half at points of the game. They looked like a real defense. <laughs> at, um, at Yeah, at times, it looked like, oh, my God, they know what they're doing. Okay. Um, but I would take the Chargers. I don't know if I okay. necessarily love it, but I'm, I'm, I'm against you there. I think they could at least win by a touchdown. Okay. Yeah, for we'll sure. Mark, we'll mark There's going to be sure. like the – that's the matchup of the two teams that don't have actually a home stadium. That's oh, basically what that is because right. they were talking about Sunday Night Football that every home game for the oh, Raiders yeah. is like a is like every, and every yeah so far yeah. but you actually will get a lot of Raiders fans because the Raiders used to play in LA yeah so it, it's going to be a home game for the Raiders there oh that's yeah I'm curious to see how that goes maybe yeah. we should put a little side action on that maybe oh yeah you'll hear chanting all right so then we've got uh, New England at Dallas uh, Dallas is six and a half point favorite forty three and a half point total I like the under in this game I'm going to put it right out right away. Uh, New England is a dead under team. They don't they don't light up the scoreboard. Dallas obviously has a good defense, but they have some injuries like you mentioned. So this line is kind of dipped below the critical number. I still would like Dallas six and a half. Um, I was a little bit more bullish on it earlier in the week, but now I'll stick with my pick at Dallas six and a half, laying it. But you know, fucking Belichick, man, I, it's hard. That defense can play really good. You talk about the running game. The way to beat Dallas is if you can run the football. So. It's not a great spot, but I still think Dallas has more firepower to get to get there. Yeah, I think Dak's record over time too. He's like six and fourteen if you make him throw the ball more than thirty-five times or something <laughs> like that in a yeah. game. So this team is not built to play from behind. They're right. built to run the football. That's why Mike McCarthy's you know the head coach and calling plays now, not mm-hmm. Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my favorite pick of the week. Actually, I like I love New England New here England. at six and a half. Yeah, yeah if you can one. get him at seven, I love. I love New England. Uh, this might be my game of the week, honestly. Maybe game wow. of the year. Might be game of the year. Might Is this your smash spot? Um, no, I don't want to give that away just yet. But, uh, no, I, I like New England to go in. I think that Dak is, is – man, he looks really suspect right now. And I think that I, I think Arizona showed some holes. And I definitely mm-hmm. – obviously, Belichick's going to take advantage of that. And to your well, point, that's he took the other I think I like – Dallas, they kind of got embarrassed and got beat by the Cardinals. This was a bad showing. Yeah. They're going to bounce back. And I think they're, what, 8-0 the last eight games in Cowboys Stadium. Yeah, so they definitely really have a home advantage. Reasons. But I, I still love – I, I don't know what it it's is. It's called Jerry's World. Mac Jones, Mac Jones could have a good game here. 
telling you, this might be the Mac Jones game. Because I'm telling you, there's going to be real questions about him That's being okay. the quarterback we, if we he doesn't differ. show up. We've got a couple differences here. I so. like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, okay, so next game, Arizona at San Francisco. Uh, 49ers are 14-point favorites at home. 44-point uh, total. Look, I don't know if the Cards can do it again. They've covered all three <laughs> games so far. I will say, again, the best, they're the best first-half team in the NFL. So if you believe in them, they'll probably be a seven- or eight-point dog in, at, you know, in the first half. Take that. I can't really say that they're going to cover the 14. I mean, it's a big number, right? They're a division rival, NFL, whatever. They've played really well. The metrics tell me that this line is actually accurate for me. So I got it like 13, 14. It's right about that number. So I can't lay it though. Like it's too much, too many points. We must so. be using the same metrics because I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. Like just right there, that 14 is just that sweet spot. But I mean, come on, 14 points. In the NFL. To your point though, I think Arizona's a great team because mm-hmm. as we all know, good teams win, but great teams cover. So Arizona is a great team. Mm-hmm. You know, they, like you said, they're undefeated so far. Yeah. Uh, God, I God, I would stay away from that. I I usually like a big. You know, I'm you know me. I like my you, big double point you, favorites. Yeah, big. Oh, but uh, I know you do. I mean, yeah. you like the big double point. Uh, dogs. Yeah, I don't mind those double point dogs, but uh, or the double point favorites. If if you will, but this one I'd stay away from. Um, I I think Arizona could run the ball a little bit. I, I mean, obviously the defense for San Francisco is really good, but Arizona's ran against everybody this year. Mm-hmm. Um, James Conner is questionable, which obviously might hurt that a little bit, but I can see him, you know, just this being a bleed the clock game. Like this could mm-hmm. be very low scoring. Um, and we're going to see how Brock Purdy bounces back. He's kind of been hot one week. He's yeah, bad yeah. week two. He no came back out. really well. Um, Week three, I'm going to be interested to see if they blitz him because uh, the Giants, obviously, on Thursday night, that feels like a century ago now yeah. for some reason, but um, the Giants blitzed him uh, just a Ooh. astronomical amount last Thursday night. It was like yeah. 70% of the time, yeah. and he just ate him alive. So I'm curious to see if the if Arizona blitzes they him or if they play for coverage. Arizona so, blitz a lot. Yeah, so we'll see. we'll see. That's what I'm curious to see is how well they respond to that. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so we got the Sunday night game. That's the Chiefs at the at the Jets. This was going to be a blockbuster, you know, old versus new quarterbacks and all that. Yeah. But now you've got you know Zach Wilson still at the helm. Uh, Kansas City is in the market's nine and a half. The contest it's nine points uh, for circa forty one and a half point total here. You can only go Chiefs here. I, I can't really get and look. I love the Jets. It's a good it's a good angle. Hey, they're on prime time. They're you know. Patrick Mahomes has never played in uh, in that stadium yet. He hasn't played in New Jersey. On oh, Meta Life? Yeah. He hasn't played either side. So this is his first game. Jetta Life? Jetta Life? Jetta Life? Yeah, I guess when the Jets are there, it'd be Jetta Life, right? Jetta so. Life, right. So it makes sense to take the Jets, kind of like if you're a handicapped guy, you should take the Jets. 90% of the money is on the Chiefs, guys. Yeah. So it's uh, it's Chiefs are pass for me. And I've actually got them in my pick. So I'm, I'm, going, I'm laying the wood. Chiefs minus nine. Yeah, I'm with you. We're going to, hopefully, we take the Jets to the shed next week and. Hopefully that'll be a little They'll foreshadowing. Finally, get rid of Wilson. But <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, there's there's not much else you could do. You take KC or you leave it alone because well, the, other the thing Jets too, defense has been on the field so like it has to be. I I have no idea how long, but he, it's got to be one of the most overworked yeah, units in the whole NFL. Well, in the Chiefs defense, as you mentioned early in the season, they're playing really well. Yeah, they're they're, they're second best after Cleveland in AFC. Yeah. So they're playing playing really well. It's, it's hard for me when I think about somebody gave me a good uh, tip once if you want to take a dog you've got to envision them winning the football game right? yeah I can't see them winning this game right. now right. they beat the bills you know we, we kind of was an unfathomable way to win yeah and you don't you can't visualize that but Some in this case Luke. Kansas City if they play their regular defense which is solid now yeah 
they're not leaving any holes. It's going to be special teams. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe they shut down Mahomes and keep it close. So maybe they can't cover the number. But I don't know. The Jets, forget about it. I, it they can't do it. That's the same spot the Chiefs lost in to the Colts last year. So mm-hmm. you just never know. And they did lose on a field goal or on yep. a special team blunder. So it happens. you never know. But, yeah, this, I think you have to hammer the, hammer the Chiefs here again. All right, uh, Monday night football game. Again, I don't know why they put this one on Monday night. <laughs> uh, Seattle goes, sorry, Ridgeway. It's that New York. It's that New York uh, <laughs> well, they're going to change it. They're going to go from Jets one day, then we're going Giants the next yeah, day. Yeah, Uh So Seattle goes to the Jets. This down, game's down to a pick, 47.5 point total. Interesting. Only thing I've, I, originally I'm like all over Seattle on this one because I think they're playing well, like you said. They're turning mm-hmm. around. Giants are 0-3. You know, they're they're going to win. They're going to win a football game. At some point. This you one. would think they're going to win this game. You would. I mean, history tells us that they're probably going to win it. They're going to win a game, uh, and I don't like. I think Seattle's a good football team, but I don't love this spot for them. So it's it's Giants or pass, and I, I would I think Giants are going to win the football game. And they're not one of my fifth, top five picks, but I do like the Giants in this game. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's yeah. a, they do. Oh, man, this is this one is a tough one for me. I sat and looked at this one for quite a while. If anything, I like the over. I okay. did. I did talk myself into the over. Forty-seven and a half. You like? Yeah, over. absolutely. And then honestly, the Giants at home. They usually play worse at home. So I would yeah. take Seattle. That was like the one thing they kept coming back to is that Daniel Jones plays so much worse at home for some reason, hmm. which doesn't make any sense at all. But uh, I would take Seattle. They probably win. Whoever wins this game is probably going to win at the gun with a field goal. I imagine. It's sure. Probably that's gonna, why it's a pick. Right. That's what I say. So it's it's probably going to be. I, it, and honestly, if it gets out of hand, I could see Seattle being the team that runs away more than I could see the Giants running away with no Saquon and, sure. and other factors. But uh, I'm, I would probably go the opposite way of you this okay. week. I'd probably just trust Gino a little more. Well, Mark, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that the Giants are any good. This could be the Daniel Jones uh, like rushing game, though. If I was going to take a prop bet, I think I would take Jones the over on this rushing goal. Okay. That's probably a good one to hammer Monday night. I gotcha. Okay, so we uh, let's go over the top five picks that I have. I'm sure they'll change. I uh, got Dallas minus six and a half, which we're against each other there. Buffalo minus three. I don't think you have that on that one. Uh, Tampa plus three and a half against the Saints. I like. Oh, I put Seattle as a pick. Look at that. I flipped. Yeah, you I did. flipped on the air. Look at that. What a jerk. Uh, I, I decided to change midstream. Uh, yeah, so I'm doing the Giants at the pick. I'll fix that later. What led it? And what led you to that decision? I just think that they're not going to lose four, That's four straight. There it is. Uh, and then Kansas City minus nine. You want to go over your. Beaver Nation picks? Yeah, Beaver Nation, shout out. I'm um, taking Cincinnati at minus two and a half. Um, the lines come out Friday, so that's obviously subject to change. Um, New England, I'm going to take at minus six and a half, or excuse me, a plus six and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm with you on the Kansas City bandwagon. That's Hopefully we can get them two weeks in a row. Um, and I'm going to take Baltimore plus three. I think it's going to be obviously a division game. Lamar Jackson had a crappy game, more likely. I think he's going to have a, a comeback spot as well. I think last week, he did he run for over 100 yards? I can't remember. I think it was the first time in his career that he ran for over 100 yards and they lost. So oh, wow. um, I don't think that's going to happen again. I think if he runs for another 100, they should be fine. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So this weekend, I am going to Alabama for a cousin's wedding. I know, a little weird. I'm going to be in the back country. <laughs> Hopefully, you can find me. Uh, it'll be fun. Uh, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, we're going to the lake house. We're going to, uh, is it South Haven? I can't remember. It's one of those havens up in Michigan. So, yeah, South Haven. Uh, shout out to Swerve and Keela. We're going okay. to see uh, K- uh, Keela's grandma's lake house or oh, nice. Keela's mom's lake house. One okay. Somebody in the family of, yeah. of Keela. So we'll be up there. I got the uh, I got Uncle Jeff's moonshine in the mail oh, yesterday. Boy. So I got two quarts of that. Shout out to uh, shout out to Uncle Jeff. There obviously. might be some moonshine in Alabama too. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say. So if you find some, bring it down. That homemade shine is better than any shine you could find. Can I get that on a plane? 
Um, I guess Mim is my bag. Yeah, maybe. Check my bag. Yeah, I'll let you. The prison wallet's always an option too. So, but we'll leave that up to you. We're not um, doing that. And obviously, the Ryder Cup's going on this weekend. Yeah, Shout yeah, out. big big Shout golf guy. Uh, what do you like there? I think Europe's by the betting side. Okay. I think they were plus money last time I checked. They're plus like 130 or 140, and they yeah. have a much better team in my opinion. Oh, you think so? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there's two the guys. I the, think that the American team. There's, there's two guys. Justin Thomas shouldn't be on the American team in my opinion, and uh, Sam Ryder, I think, was another one that got picked that okay. shouldn't be on the team. Um, and I think that that could be the two points in Sunday that they could use. Uh, Victor Hovland got a hole-in-one on a par four. He did the same thing Happy Gilmore did. I don't know if you saw nice. that. No. He did that this morning. So, But, yeah, the, the Ryder Cup. And then uh, what day do you get back from uh I get Sunday Alabama? Sunday evening. Okay. Gotcha. Are you more on the Alabama side or Auburn side of Alabama? I don't really know. I've never been to Alabama. <laughs> it's, either. like, northern-ish. I, I, it's, we, we fly into Birmingham, but... She actually lives in Hunt, Huntsville, okay. but this is like Guntersville, which is a state park with some lodge up there. Okay, so it's an hour plus from Birmingham. It's still an hour from Huntsville, so we're in the we're in the woods somewhere. You checked the weather yet? No. No. Okay. Well, you sh- I would recommend doing. Don't that. worry. I'm gonna. I'm finishing my laundry a little bit. Oh, gotcha. I'll okay. have everything available. <laughs> well, thank God. All right. Well, it's... let's let's talk about this first TV score. Now, is it gonna be in this game, which has already started? We should probably give like this. I know you want to talk about your Sam Laporta. Oh no! Actually, Sam Laporta is not the play. That was one of the suggestions. Okay. okay. I, I'm more of a Romeo Dobbs guy tonight. Oh, first. So okay. I think we'll start our tradition of first touchdown scores. On Why Thursday. Not? Yeah, for Thursday okay. night games. Why not? So yeah. I'm I, gonna go okay. with Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs. Got it. So and I Green think I Bay. put it in at 18. Is that late? Uh, I think I put it in 18 to 1 is what I got oh, it at. Oh, good Let for you. Check. You already put it in. I haven't done it, but uh, I would probably go... I'm going to go Aaron Jones. You're going to go, yeah. Chalk, I, think he was, uh, I think he was plus 750 last time that's I checked. That's not bad. That's not bad. So what do we got? Is it, have they scored yet? Uh, uh, three oh, look at that. Three Green nothing. Bay. Not yet. So, but no, we still have... Uh, let's see here real quick. I got it. Live touchdown score. <laughs> So you can get a uh, you can get Aaron Jones. Oh, just came off the board. Oh, that's tough. It's probably because they. You have do that game. instant thing. So you do have Aaron Jones plus thirteen hundred. Woo! So maybe that's because, you might have that's take because it. Detroit has the ball. Probably. That's fair. Oh, oh there's a touchdown. That's there why. It is. Who scored? This is live. This is live. This, this is live. live. Radio. <laughs> In case you're missing it at home. When we post it, it'll be not live. But anyway. <laughs> this is this is a great this is a great podcast. Oh yeah, so this is taking a minute. Look, it's not even popping up on my phone. Come on, come on, come on. Look at these guys. Scoring, Jared Goff to Amon Ross St. Brown. There it is. Wow, all my DFS is ruined. So all right, well everybody, well thanks for listening to us. Thanks for listening to the Side Action Podcast. Follow us at Side Action Pod on Twitter, Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Wexpool on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can follow me at Instagram at Dalton Cooper on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Again, we're the Side Action Pod. Until next Thursday. Yeah, see you guys then. Love you guys. Yeah, peace. That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens, and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action. Side Action Podcast, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this podcast, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. Individuals following the advice given on the podcast accept their own risk of losses from wagers made. 
as the Side Action Podcast, its owners, hosts, associates, or guests will not guarantee any advice given. The opinions and advice given on the Side Action Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Intro and outro and transition music credits. Song titles, Jerry 5 and District 4 by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.org. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 3.0. CreativeCommons.org backslash licenses backslash by 3.0.